Welcome to GVN's Talking Comics interview. On today's show, we welcome writer Brittany Matter and artist Dalen Ogden. They are the creators behind issue one of their book, Dead Dreams, The Lucid Chronicles, which comes to Zoop on February 28th. Now, here's your host, Martin Sexton. Welcome once again to another edition of GVN's Talking Comics. I am your host, Martin, and for today's show, we have the pleasure of welcoming not one, but two talented creators, writer Brittany Matter and artist Dalen Ogden. Brittany and Dalen are teaming up on a new book coming to Zoop called Dead Dreams, The Lucid Chronicles. This will be issue one of the book, and it comes to Zoop on February 28th. So let's welcome the creative team behind Dead Dreams, The Lucid Chronicles, writer Brittany Matter and artist Dalen Ogden. Thanks for sharing a bit of your time. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, I second that. Thank you. <laughs> so as per usual, let's start with a little bit of your creative background, starting with you, Brittany. Uh, what got you interested in writing specifically for comics? And uh, who were your inspirations starting out? I think that just being in the comic book industry and being around a bunch of creative people inspired me. And of course, reading comics. Um, and what was the second half of your question? So basically just uh, whose work kind of inspired you? I mean, which creators inspired you to uh, go into writing? I think it started with, I mean, it probably started with X-Men, the cartoon, and then uh, later like Batman uh, in college, like the Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale era. Um, and then I don't know if you ever read Marion Churchland's Beast, but that was really stunning. Uh, I think that Marion won an award for it, actually, if I remember correctly. Um, and yeah, I think that um, getting into image comics and fanographic books um, and like seeking out other mainstream, other than mainstream comics, just inspired me to get more involved. Okay, same question for you, Dalen. When did you uh, start drawing comics and, uh, and when did that become a possibility for you and uh, whose work kind of inspired you? So actually, this is kind of a funny question for me because initially when I set out to uh, make art for a living, comics wasn't even quite on my radar. Um, I had like a really extensive background as a kid in reading like manga and was super, super into comics like as a reader, but it hadn't even really occurred to me that you could make comics professionally, even though like obviously people have to make the stuff that you read. Um, so I went through most of my time in art school just thinking I was going to be an illustrator of some kind and I didn't really know exactly what I was gonna do with that. Um, but I ended up uh, doing this comic book internship like on a whim with a startup studio and I'm not going to name the studio because it was a bad experience but <laughs> um, what ended up happening is that uh, under their sort of like banner and their name I got to go to Denver Comic-Con for the first time and at Denver Comic-Con I started like meeting other people and uh, getting more involved with the community and discovering that like, oh yeah, like not only can you draw comics for a living, but you can also like go to comic cons and like sell your work that way and do all of that stuff. So it's like, it ended up being this enormous sort of networking opportunity that also sort of jump-started my career because all of a sudden it became like possible to do that. And in doing so, you know, I sort of went from uh, reading 
just for fun to actually like actively following people's careers. So like, I'm really big into like Becky Cloonan's work. Um, one of my all-time favorite comics is uh, Akira by Katsuhiro Otomo. Um, I'm really into uh, like almost anything that Vault Comics puts out. I feel like their their whole their whole catalog is just super stellar. Um, but yeah, so I'm just like nowadays I uh, I'm big into the work of my friends, and it's been cool to join the community that way. Yeah, I can totally understand because I kind of started in you know this this little kind of thing kind of late uh so you know when i went to my first comic cons uh you know it kind of came kind of came sort of like my networking uh thing because i got to meet uh, creators that i never would have been able to meet otherwise it's amazing like you definitely you don't expect that you can actually like turn that into a viable career with whole like a whole host of networking opportunities but actually like that was what opened the door for me you know, I was quite surprised at the time how friendly and open the creators were because, I mean, they would have no problem telling you how they did what they did and they would actually show a real interest in kind of what you did. Uh, and uh, it's pretty much why the creators are always my favorite uh, uh, part of the cons. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Brittany, I noticed, you know, and you had mentioned that part of your training was an internship with uh, Image Comics. Uh, so how did that opportunity come up and uh, what do you think you, you learned during your time there and uh, how it benefited you? That came about at uh, Emerald City Comic Con one year. Um, I think it was 2010 and I was going to be moving to Berkeley where their headquarters used to be. And I went up to the booth and somehow the publisher, Eric Stevenson, was there and I asked him if he was looking for an intern and he said, yeah, just like, let me know when you're down in Berkeley. And so I did. And then I interviewed and they brought me on and I did a bunch of different stuff for them, um, like pulling quotes, um, you know, testimonials to put on books. And I ended up being their sort of archivist librarian in their space that they had. It was, I got pretty buff, actually. I was lift, lifting a lot of comics, <laughs> like, you know, above my head and whatnot. And I don't know how I didn't hurt my back, but um, but I did hurt my back when I, the day I moved away from Berkeley. So maybe, <laughs> maybe that contributed to it, but no, it was good. Um, so that, that's how I got involved with Image. And then I started volunteering at their booth uh, every few years at Comic-Con. So, Dayla, as, you know, as I looked at your work, you know, it has such a whimsical nature to it and, and, and very strong color palettes. Um, do you uh, work traditionally or digitally? So nowadays, all of my professional work is done digitally. I work on an iPad Pro um, in primarily Clip Studio Paint and also Procreate. Um, I still love to do traditional work kind of on my own time, but especially with the uh, like demanding nature of comics as a, as a business and an industry, um, digital art tends to be a lot quicker and more forgiving. Um, so nowadays, uh, almost all of the published work that you'll see from me uh, on shelves is going to be done digitally with, uh, with an iPad and an Apple Pencil. So, uh, Dalen, in doing that, do you ever feel like you might be losing out on some, you know, possible income from selling your uh actual work or have you uh can you maybe do that by uh selling maybe one of your digital prints i i do think about that sometimes but unfortunately it really is just sort of like a balance between like what's going to 
cost me the least in like the long run. So, you know, it's like on the one hand, I could maybe sell an original page, but on the other hand, if I screw up an original page, then I potentially have to start over. And so it's sort of like a, it's sort of a net zero. Um, to help kind of mitigate that, I've actually invested in a um, gallery quality clay printer. Um, so what I do instead is I do um, short run or even one of a kind, uh, like gallery quality clay prints of stuff. Um, and that sort of is a nice uh, middle ground where it's like, this is kind of the closest you can get to owning an original from me of a digital piece. Like this is the one copy that's really nice and it's gonna last a really long time. But even though it's digital, it's like, it's, it's printed on like super nice stock and it, it feels a little bit fancier to sort of fill that niche. Okay, uh, this is for either of you. So, you know, you're both collaborating now on the new book, Dead Dreams, Lucid Chronicles. Can you tell our followers a little bit about what the book is about and what inspired the story behind it? Um, yeah, so Dead Dreams Lucid Chronicles is about Pina Axeltree for the most part. There's a whole bigger cast too that comes into play in issue one. Um, and it's about her experience looking to live out her dreams um, and then being thrust into a parallel world and discovering an entirely different world from hers, but some, you know, parallel to her own. Um, and I would say what in, what inspired this story was many things, um, compounded probably. I think I was a bit unhappy at my job. And so I was like thinking about my own dreams. What are my dreams that I never fulfilled? Um, and I love multiverse theory and, you know, sci-fi and things like fringe and orphan black, um, doppelgangers. Uh, I think that at the time I was reading Neil Gaiman's Neverwhere and that kind of had a little influence on this. So, yeah. Okay, so, I mean, I've talked to a number of different, uh, you know, writer, artist combinations and, and we've talked about, uh, you know, how they worked on a book. So uh, how closely did, uh, for Brittany, how closely did you and Dalen work together on the book? I mean, because I've seen, like as I said, I've seen collaborations where the writer and artist work hand in hand during the creative process. And then there's others where the writer will just send a full script or a breakdown and the artist works almost independently. So uh, what was basically the niche that you guys found comfortable working in? Um, so in this case, Brittany came to me with a completed script already. Um, I, it definitely like depends on the project for me. Sometimes I do have a hand in like creation of the script and more like uh, creative feedback in that way but uh in this case it came to me fully formed uh which was cool it was nice not, not a lot of guesswork um <laughs> but uh yeah yeah so in this case um it actually was a little bit unique as far as projects go for me because Brittany had actually also gotten the first couple of pages already done by a different artist so not only did I have the completed script to work from, I also had like a lot of character designs and a couple of pages to use as a springboard aesthetically. Um, and credit goes to Hari Connor, uh, their work on Dead Dreams uh, before I came in actually laid a lot of the groundwork for mine. Okay, so have you done it that way before where perhaps, you know, that the character concept art has already been kind of laid out for you? Uh, did that uh, make it easier for you to, uh, to progress on this? 
I think it made it easier for me. I've never done it that way before, but I really did appreciate that like they had such a strong um, vision about like how the characters looked, how the world kind of looked, you know, the, the few things that they had done, including the pages, I felt like really gave me um, like a good framework to uh, not have to worry so much about the initial problem solving and just sort of devote myself to the pages and the characters and the acting. Thank you. So you've gathered a pretty impressive team of creators for your project, uh, almost too many to mention, but you had, you know, cover artist Lianga Congas, uh, Gabriel Dowdy is a letterer, Heather Ayers, uh, Harry Connor is a layout artist. Uh, how did you uh, end up recruiting these uh, talented creators and uh, had you worked with any of them previously? Um, Heather, the editor, she and I worked together uh, outside of comics. We were both copywriters and so we connected over our love of comics and then started telling her my idea and she asked me all these really good questions. And I was like, okay, I'm going to write this and I'd love for you to be my editor. So that's that's how that got started. Uh, and then I met Dalen through uh, Riley Beal on Miranda and the Maelstrom. Yeah. Uh, Dalen did issue two and I was very fond of their work and approached them at Comic-Con and was like, hey, do you want to, you know, maybe make comics with me? I think I actually emailed you later. Yeah, I think so. But I like, I remember when we first met, it was at Emerald City and we hugged. It was very, yes. it was nice. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I think you had some like car trouble on the way to the con. On the and Back. Or on the way back. Yeah, yep, I was on the way back. That, that was a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> that was a whole story. Yeah. And then, um, Gabriella, I was recommended, I think, by Henry Brahas of Helm Greycastle. Um, and then Drew Wills, Dalen brought on, yes. who was the flatter. Um, Drew and, is on all of my projects with me. He's like, yeah. my, he's like my assistant at this point. I appreciate him a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Um, and then I'm probably forgetting people. There's actually a lot of people on this book. Uh, Liana Kangas, um, I just reached out. They had, you know, posted, I think on Twitter that their commissions were open for covers. And I was like, hey, do you want to do this? <laughs> and they said, yes. So. Okay, so you were working with the good folks at Zoop for this campaign. Uh, so how did you get together for them? And what were the advantages that convinced you to go that route? I was uh, looking into alternatives to Kickstarter at the time. I've been working on Kickstarter books for a long time, uh, working with other creators and have run a campaign myself there. Um, and I think when the, the blockchain business sort of came about, I was like, maybe it's time to look into something different. And, and then I decided to submit to Zoop since they had opened up their submissions um, and they responded the same day and said, we would love to have this on our site. Um, please let us know, like, if you accept, <laughs> and, like, and here's like what we're offering. Um, and they, they're going to help with fulfillment and shipping. And so that was super attractive to me who didn't really want to do that. Um, I commend other people who do it. I think it's incredible. <laughs> but when they said they'd help like okay sure see that's usually one of the main advantages a lot of creators have you know, mentioned when working with zoop uh, is because you know because they handle so many of the things that normally 
uh, under Kickstarter that you would have to handle yourself, you know, like distribution and such. Uh, so, but basically they do all, a lot of that and it just leaves you free to create, which is, you know, kind of what, uh, uh, creators want to do. So, uh, uh, people usually find great advantage in that. Okay, so I noticed part of the proceeds that uh, you're going to be raised is going to Kathy's Legacy Foundation. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, Kathy's Legacy uh, was started after Kathy Scarbarth was murdered by her ex-boyfriend who was stalking her and her mother's co-founder. co-founder and uh, she started this organization to help protect um, victims of domestic violence and to care for orphan children um, as well as pets who are kind of an invisible victim of domestic violence. Um, and I learned about Kathy's legacy, I think through just a list online of like, you know, um, foundations to foundations that focus on domestic violence. Okay, so I, I want to thank you so much, uh, Brittany and Dalen, for your time. Uh, but before I let you go, I want to give each of you an opportunity to promote any other projects that you have in the works and, and maybe where our followers can follow you on social media. So let me start with you, Brittany. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, mostly I'm just working on Dead Dreams and launching this campaign. Um, I, I don't think I'm really working on anything else besides my day job, which I work for Marvel. Um, entertainment I write for their website um, and you can find me at Brittany Matter B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-M-A-T-T-E-R <laughs> um, pretty much on Twitter and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Brittany thank what you. about your um, newsletter? Oh, I have thank you I have a newsletter uh, that I publish pretty much weekly consistently uh, it's called A Matter of Fiction and I interview comic book creators um, and post monthly updates about like what I'm working on. Yeah, I, th I think I actually seen one of your ones because uh, I, I think you started out with a quote by Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, so uh, I became a fan immediately because I'm, I'm a big Star Trek fan. Okay, uh, true turn, Dalen. Uh, if you have any projects you want to promote and where can, followers, where can our followers follow you on social media? Obviously, uh, the cool part about Dead Dreams and its campaign is that I'm actually finished with all of the pages there. So once um, the book is funded, when it's funded, it will be pretty much ready to go, uh, which is awesome. It's going to be like super fast fulfillment. But in the meantime, the book that I'm actually currently drawing right now is called Whip Wolf. It's out through Vault Comics later this year. Um, it is a um, short form graphic novella. Uh, with a strong kind of art book back matter components and a couple of extra little miniature stories. Um, and that is going to be available to the direct market uh, later this year, which is really exciting. Uh, and in the meantime, if you want to follow me, I am at Dalen Ogden, that's D-A-I-L-E-N-O-G-D-E-N -E -E on Twitter, or you can find me on Instagram at Dalen Dalen, which is just my first name twice. Well, all right. Very good. Well, uh, I do appreciate it. And we will be uh, following Dead Dreams, Lucid Chronicles very closely. And we hope to talk to you again down the line real soon. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you, Martin. It was nice to meet you. All right. Nice to meet you, too. Thank you for listening to GVN's Talking Comics. Please come back again. 
Talking Comics is a production of Geek Vibes Nation.